This is episode 112 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. There's always a bigger, tougher guy out there. And Steven Johnson. If you start winning, you'll, you'll have an ego that goes out of control. Today, the guys walk you through their personal favorite top three ways to sabotage your trading. I am so fired up because this feels like the first episode where I really, really know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> it's another great episode of Steady Trade. Enjoy. In today's episode of the Steady Trade Podcast, we've got the three top ways to sabotage your trading or the three don'ts of trading. Um, I mean, Stephen, you know, I, I don't think we talked about alcohol, illegal drugs, <laughs> uh, sleeping in. I don't think we talked about any of your top three favorites, but we do talk about the top three things that Stephen and I think trip up many new traders. I, I, I would definitely say that. It's not the alcohol, the sleeping in, the illegal drugs, or the women that sabotage the trading. It's it's what they make you do that <laughs> makes your trading be sabotaged. And and some of the stuff covered is stuff like not having a plan, losing touch with reality after going on a win streak, boredom trading. Be sure to check it out. This was a fun episode, and there's also an Easter egg about two thirds of the way through. See if you can pick up. You know, like like sometimes, you know, in movies, they'll kind of insert a slight little oddity. See if you can pick that up about two-thirds of the way through in this episode. Hey, everyone. Tim Bowen here. would like to thank you for listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. Really enjoy bringing it to you every week. And I've also got something great to bring to you today. We've recently partnered with Tradier, a great discount brokerage. And for $14.99 a month, you get unlimited trade commissions. No matter how many trades you make, it's $14.99 a month. And the other great thing is you can open an account with only $500. The best part about this is as you're trying to learn and grow that account, you want to minimize your costs as much as possible. So with Tradier, you can put that money back in your account instead of giving it to your broker. And that's how you grow over time. So check it out and sign up with Tradier today. As mentioned in the introduction, we're going to go over the three top three ways you or us or all of us really sabotage our own trading. Um, you know, a lot of the time we talk about do this, do this, do this, and that's valuable. But also there's great value in what you don't do. Um, you know, I, I use this saying all the time in Stocks to Trade Pro, sometimes no trade's the best trade. People hate that. But really in reality, a lot of successful trading is not screwing up. So a lot of so what we're going to talk about today, Stephen has three, I have three. We're going to go over the top three ways to how to sabotage your trading, and then ideally you take these ideas and don't do those. So Stephen, what's your first way to sabotage your trading? What's what's your best idea? on how someone could sabotage their trading. No, 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 just first of all, I just want to say like, I am so fired up because this feels like the first episode where I really, really know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Like Obama said in Chicago when he announced that he was going to be, become president, he said, I'm fired up. Pretty fired up. Um, but, it, but it's also because like, we'll go through this, well, you go through some diff- different psychological stages before... Um, and you need to like learn and grow through each one before you learn to be more disciplined. And um, the first one 
and the first thing that I really dealt with that, that that was an issue for me was ego. And if we go back to Freud, I don't know how well you know Freud. I don't know, I don't know how good the American education system is. I'm, I'm guessing it's not very good. Um, <laughs> we have the id. The id hey, the hey, hey, the hey, 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 where, where, where was your iPhone designed? Where, where was your MacBook Pro designed? Where was your Tesla designed? That's, you know? that's the only shit that you guys are good at. The, and, and Tesla <laughs> was in South Africa with Musk. The iPhone got built in China. And, and, and Jobs was good. Jobs was good. Yeah, that's the catch. That's the catch. But what, what was it? You had the, the eye, the id, and the ego. It was something like that from Freud. Where was Freud from? He was European, right? He was German. Yeah, I think Austria. The fact check. Austria, Austria, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the best research started early, but but uh, it's, it's, it's ego. Uh, the first problem that you'll ever encounter. And, and I've said this so many times as well. It's like, like people are like, oh, is the challenge worth it? I'm like, yeah, if you, want to, uh, uh, if you want to commit 40, 50, 60 hours a week to study the, the challenge, then you will get the technical data. You'll get the success examples. You'll get the case studies of what you need to learn. But then on a psychological perspective, you need to really learn how to handle yourself after that. Um, which is where the ego comes in. What, what did you have, Dan? So number one, and, and this could probably go back to the steady trade drinking game, which maybe we'll do that again this year at the uh, Orlando conference. Hopefully we do. That was fun. So, <laughs> I just want to drink. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody, if, the, if this is your first episode, you probably don't know what I'm going to say. But if this is your second episode of the podcast, you know what I'm going to say. It's just not having a plan. You know, I think... I've used this saying so many times, but I mean, you can, if you have a $500 laptop and internet connection and a couple hundred bucks, you can make a trade today. And unfortunately, that's what so many people do. You know, they go to Twitter, they go to a chat room, they join an alert service and they just buy something. They don't know what their goal is. They don't know what their stop is. You know, they don't know why they're even buying it. Maybe they, again, maybe they saw the top percent gainer of the day, which is something we tell you to look for. But I mean, that's just a small piece of the puzzle. And the biggest thing I think that people, you know, as new traders, you're probably going to blow up an account. You might blow up two or three, but I think the biggest one, biggest number one is you just go into stuff and you don't even, you don't know why you're in it, you know, and then you might be green. That's the wildest thing. I've seen so many people. The reason I harp on having a plan, you buy some, some low float runner or you short some low float runner. You might be which does, up, which, you might be yeah, up which is not months. working right now. Which is not working right now, can I just right. say. <laughs> you you use high volume low float runners up 80%. You saw it today. You saw it the other day. Uh, I can't remember the tickers because I'm not quite as clever as you when it comes to remembering ticker names C C A P R was one of them fran was one of them c-o-d-x yes but uh but these tickers are textbook um i mean the one today it had a history of gapping and crapping it had a history of gapping up and failing but but you always think oh lowish float was it 12 million or whatever lowish float high volume will this one run but but they're just gapping and crapping right now right for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, in summary for my number one and, and what I was saying, I mean, you might be green, you might be up 500 bucks, but when you don't have a plan so many times that 500 will become four, three, two, one. And next thing you know, you're red on a trade that was green. Okay. That has happened. That happens to everybody. 
but that is a function of not having a plan. If you're turning winners into losers, it's because you don't have a plan. No, I, and I agree with you, but I, I think if this was like a Star Wars series, what you're seeing is like the Phantom Menace, but we're, we're watching it back to front. Like this is like the, the what you're, the advice that you're given is the prerequisite to what you should know before you even trade. Uh, Fair enough. Having sure. a plan is what you should know before even trading. And, and my first point is ego. And But to be honest, I didn't have any ego until after more than one year of trading because all I did was lose for a year. Uh, when I when I first started, I was like, I'm I'm winning eight percent of the time, eight percent of trades a month, and then twelve percent, then twenty percent, then twenty eight percent. But I think I think um, my your point is like the fundamentals when you first start, when you first begin, you need to learn to have a plan, and and then you don't have a plan. You you think you've got a plan, then you don't have a plan, and then you disobey the Fair plan, enough. and then you. Yep. <laughs> but but get but get that get that routine in. Uh, where I went was a bit a bit further on, uh, a bit closer to me. And, and for me, it was like when you win in $200 and then $200, then $200. And then you start thinking that you're winning quite a lot. Um, and then all of a sudden you're down $800 and you, you don't know what's happening. And it's because your egos took over. You, you think that you can run all the time. You think that there's no danger in the market and all of a sudden you lose. Um, so I, th- I think there's good credibility in both. But I think there's more credibility in yours. The importance of having a plan and sticking to the plan and writing it down. It, it's so basic and simple, but it's so important. And if only you, if only we knew a way to communicate it more to the audience. Because <laughs> you know, like you can say it and I can say it, but there's no human way of, of stressing that it is the fundamental difference. You know, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's something and in, in we talk about this a lot. It's like at, at some point you just, I think you just have to get sick of not following your plan where you're like, God damn it. I'm going to do it this time. You know? <laughs> no, but it, it can be years though. It can be oh, years. Oh, I agree. Of... Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yesterday I went long and I thought I never win when I go long. I went, I went long on a low, it, 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 you'll know the ticker, but it was a um, reverse split, reverse split up a lot, low float, high volume. Was it that thought, device like HSGI, I think, or? Was that it or? I don't think it was yeah. HSCI, but but anyway, it was it was. I just thought, do you know what it is? I'll I'll wait for the 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 washout at the open. I'm not even going to wait for the double bottom. Waiting for the double bottom would have been more safe. But I thought I'm not going to wait for the double bottom. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for it to wash out, and then I'm gonna buy the dip and and hope it rips. Dip and rip. Don't even know. <laughs> so what's your second thing? Uh, the the second point is um, a loss of reality and and it's the first one is like if you start winning you'll you'll have an ego that goes out of control um but the second point is if you win three or four months in a row which is again it's it's different from it's not beginner advice but the the loss of reality is what happens if you win three or four months in a row you'll start thinking that you're going to make it and you're going to be a successful trader forever and and it it just doesn't work like that and the minute that you start thinking that you're successful and you're going to make it for the long term you can take it five, six, seven, eight thousand dollar loss like I've done in the past and you 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 you're worse off than when you started. Yeah, I think you have to. That's a great one. And and I think you have to keep that beginner's mindset. You know, it's like um obviously I talk we you know you and I both are fans of like Joe Rogan and you know and obviously he talks about martial arts all the time. And listen, if you think 
you're the best at martial arts, there's always a bigger, tougher guy out there. You're never, you know, you're never the best. You're never done. You know, and, and if it's, you know, jujitsu or, or boxing or whatever it is, sorry to let you know, there's somebody out there tougher than you. And I think that's the same thing. You know, you're never done in trading. Okay. I've been doing this for 12 years. I screwed up yesterday. I'll screw up again tomorrow. You have to maintain that beginner's mindset and never get too cocky and think you're somehow done or, or perfect or whatever. No, and when you say Joe Rogan, there's a quote that Papa John uh, tweeted out, and it did pretty well. It had 100 likes, 16 retweets. And and, and just while we get on at the conference, I mean, me and you are going to have a boxing match, right, at the conference. Yeah, I think that was – was it boxing or was it wrestling? So, I don't no, know. I think it's boxing. I okay, think it's boxing. Okay. I, think, I think me and you are having a, a full-blown boxing match with 16 so, 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 I got to train. I don't. I, I mean, we, we talk so much crap during this podcast. I forgot about this. So, is this what, what's the format of this competition? It's three minute rounds, and it's fight till the death. There's there's pretty much no rules. <laughs> so do I, <laughs> Just fight till the death. Listen, I again, as a day trader, <laughs> I make a living with my brain. Do we get to wear headgear or or not? I think it's, I mean, with my, with my upper body strength and, and, and overall uh, performance, I think that, yeah, I think it's important for your health that you wear headgear well, well, again, and gum shape. So, yeah, so. I, I'm not going to go hot on you, but I, but I will go for the knockout. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I will go for the knockout. And I'm pretty confident you'll, anyway, we can, we can move on. I'm, okay. So I'll get, I'll get training. I'm looking forward to this now. But I'm going I'm I'm to pull a Rocky Balboa and pick you up like you did Thunderlips in Rocky three and throw you into the crowd. I'm, I'm not even going to talk about Papa John's quote. I'm going to say, did you ever see the um, boxing match with Andy Ruiz? You know, the Mexican? Did he say, I don't did he watch a ton about that. Right? I, I, I don't yeah. recall. But anyway, uh, th- there's a Joe Rogan quote that Papa John quoted, and uh, and it was pretty inspirational. And and check out his thing. But but my my second uh, point is is loss of reality. What's yours? Um, number two for me is boredom trading and random yeah, trading. Cool. Okay. Um, listen, you know if if you are new, if you're new you got to be trading one setup. Okay. And if it's not there, like today, I mean, actually today there was nothing that I was interested in, you know, and, and if you're trying to do five different, different strategies, long, short breakouts, breakdowns, dip buys, you know, wheel stocks, low float stocks, you know, all this stuff. You're, if you're throwing random stuff, you will you will never know what works and what doesn't work because you'll lose track of okay am i better at high priced am i better at low priced and you need to focus on i mean one maybe two setups then if those aren't there okay if you're looking at that low float recent reverse split with the press release and you're looking to buy a high day break and if that doesn't exist today go away if that's your setup Go away, watch the DVDs, watch webinars, read a book, walk the dog, you know, go do like a quarter mile run like Steven does and then gas out and fall down, but go outside, do something else than random or boredom trade. No, and, uh, mile is sorry. Do they, do they have miles in your bizarre country? Do you know how long quarter of a mile is? 
Mate, I'm I'm in the 1900s. <laughs> no, um, the the don't the we don't work off the mail. Honestly, the your mailage system will get wiped off the face of the planet because the entire world works off the metric system, and and it's okay, Tim. Like it's not a big problem. I used to drive around roundabouts on the left on the left lane, and now I drive around them on the right lane. Sometimes you've got to admit that the rest of the world has moved on. Moved on from what though? To a superior system? To a system that makes better sense. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, so anyway, that with you know, it kind of summarizing what I was saying is, you know, really when it comes to that boredom and random type stuff, you know, just as a new trader, please just, you know, and, and this is mirrored in a hundred episodes of the Steady Trade podcast, but I don't think it can be said enough. Just try and do one thing at a time. And damn it, if that setup isn't there, if that trade isn't there, I'm, you know, you probably got, I mean, listen, I got today, I got a two-page to-do list, okay? Do something else because those silly losses will grind up your account and they screw with you mentally too. I mean, I think, and, and remember, everybody makes the same mistakes over and over and over again. But when I'm like, listen, my setup isn't out there. I'm not going to trade. Then I come back in the afternoon, I'm bored, and I lose a couple hundred bucks. Those are the days I am the angriest yeah. because I didn't, I didn't, you know, I said there's nothing out there. And then I just threw something at the wall. Tim, can I just say something absolutely prominent right now? Yes. A, a good Italian restaurant doesn't sell Chinese food Ooh. because it knows what it's good at doing and it sticks to it. <laughs> Very well said. That might be the best analogy you've made in the history, in the three-year history of the steady trade bar. Two-year and, and, and I stole it on. I stole it from Twitter. But isn't it? But isn't it good? <laughs> isn't it, it good? It is a good one. Yes, yes. So to remember. But um, so I mean, my my final uh, my final delusion. Well, that episode's about delusional trading, right? So my my final delusion is is the ultimate or delusion. the or the don'ts. Don'ts, delusions. Don'ts. Hey, they both start with the letter D. They're very similar. So, but it's it's uh, don't lose track of uh, reality and, and and don't and uh, it's and and I, I put a tweet out yesterday out today and it, and it was about the fact that I've started play I've started with trading as a game of probabilities and the the less I pay attention to money its significance or its monetary value uh, the better I've done. It's just, it's forget, forget well, the value of money. You know, hundred percent. And you know, that's something, a tip. If you, if you haven't heard this, you know, um, Gratani, Tim Gratani, maybe the greatest penny stock trader ever talks about that all the time. He, he says, shut off your P and L on your, on your screen. You know, the chart should be telling you what to do. I mean, as a day trader or a short term, short term trader, if you're making decisions based on your P and L, the chart has probably already told you it's probably too late. So, so continue your point, but yeah, and, and because if you add weight and significance and value to the the P and L, then you start making money and thinking you're invincible, or you start thinking this trade's going to come around, and you become delusional that way because you're down too much and you can't emotionally accept it. But if you if you strictly play a probability, you think uh, two times out of three it'll do this, one times out of two it'll do this. Most likely it'll do this, but I can't, I can't be too aggressive. I'm not going to try and make too much money with it just because I feel like I want to make money today. I've got to play the probability in the right way. And, uh, and, and nine times out of 10, you'll not make as much money as you could, but 
you'll also not have that catastrophic blow up that many people have over and over by being too aggressive and greedy. Because you never know what one's going to go wrong or what market, when the market might switch. Um, so I think by giving less significance to money and its importance and, and playing the probability of the chart only, then I've done a lot better these days. Still scary, yeah, but I've done better. It's something I, I teach in Stocks to Trade Pro is like, you know, people will say, you know, I own, you know, hey, most, most traders, I, and I think it's a good thing. Most new traders are starting out with a small account. I mean, if you're some trust fund baby and you have a big account, good luck. But my point is when I talk to newer traders and they're like, oh, I only made 50 bucks. I only made 150 bucks. And then I'm like, let me see the chart. And they make a dollar a share on a $1 stock in 20 minutes. I'm like, listen, that is what you want to do. That's your path to long-term success is making good trades. And don't give me this only 50 bucks, this only 150 bucks. You got to start somewhere. And especially with a small account, if you're grabbing a buck a share here and 50 cents a share tomorrow and 75 cents a share the next day, all of a sudden you don't have a small account anymore. So that's, I totally agree with you. And, you know, focus on being that professional profit taker. That's something we talk about too, is, I mean, make those green trades, stack those profits up. And man, all of a sudden that $2,000 account is a $5,000 account. It doesn't take long when you're just focusing on the best setups. Yeah, and and um, and 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 all, like another like fun target is to say say the SPY or the US indexes they'll, they'll go like twenty percent a year generally. So why not just try and beat the index with your small account? Try and try and beat twenty percent a year, and and that's what I was starting to think. I was like, I'll, I'll compare myself to all the, the hedge funds and stuff, but I'll, but I'll start with six hundred dollars, and then when you go, I'm going on to two thousand two thousand seven hundred two thousand eight hundred now. Then that's like six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four. That's like 450%, but not in a not in a year. That's in six weeks. Right, <laughs> so, right. Exactly. Providing you, you keep on going. That's that's insane. And I'm not saying that because I want you to to say good job or whatever, because you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. But it's it's just an example of a benchmark. And I'm telling you, you know, again, listen, if you're I mean, you know, obviously Steven's got years of experience now, but I mean, hey, you know, an an extra Two grand in six weeks, depending on where you are in life. Maybe you've got a job. Maybe you got two jobs, and you add an extra two grand in six weeks. That could make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. I mean that that could that could pay down some debt. Maybe that could you know get your kid you know boxing lessons you know so that he can you know a six year old could beat up Stephen. Which well, I guess a six year old probably wouldn't need boxing lessons to beat up Stephen. But I mean you could you could do something for your family. You could you know do something for your mom, whatever. I mean, that's real money. Trading low price stocks, not hitting home runs, and you turn 600 into 2,800. That's, you know, 2,200 in profits. That's, that's real money, you know. Yeah, and, and, and the most important lesson of everything. Try making that on eBay or Craigslist, you know, no. or, or whatever, you know. I mean, I mean, you can sell a Very lot fun. of crap on eBay or Craigslist, and you're not two grand up in six weeks, so. That, no, but it's tough, and the and the hottest battle that I've ever had to overcome is just not trading very much. It's trading like three to four times a week, and we've been seeing trade three to four times a week, and you've seen Roland trade three to four times a week, seen other good traders trade three to four times a week. Johnny, I mean, you know, it's like it's like the the the, the quote unquote best of the best. I say this every day in stock trade. This is one of the bad things about Twitter. Um, it's one of the things I hate about Twitter is there's all these guys on there 
that are like posting all these tickers, all, you know, this in, out, in, out. And I'm like, man, it's like, it, it screws with the new trader's mind because they think that's the path to success. I mean, if Gratani and Roland Wolf and, you know, and these guys are trading, you know, once a day, maybe sometimes not even once a day, do you think you as a new trader are going to outdo their results trading 20 times a day? Uh, and, and it's hard, but like, yeah, the way I kind of learn, and I'm sure the way maybe the other guys have learned as well, is like, you just get sick of the, you get sick of, well, you get sick of watching the screen at like pain, pain, painstakingly watching every tick. But you also get sick of going through the, the rides, like the rides on, no, I'm not talking rides as in up big swings. I'm talking about you get sick of the emotional stress of going through a trade. Like, I don't, I don't want to go through that anymore. Like, I've done three years of it. I don't want any more. So you pick and choose your battles, right? Yep. And when you pick Perfect. and choose your battles, then, then you don't go through it. And you only take the best ones that are worth right. going through yeah. the right with. I, th- I think we might, we might need to change the title of this podcast to, like, Confessions of a Recovered Dopamine Addict. <laughs> hey, like, you don't, I, I remember the old, the old Stephen <laughs> loved that, man. The freaking uh, wild, you know, you know, you know, the, the high flying and then the crash to the ground. That was, that was what Steven used to love. Now, you know, now, now he's telling me he, you know, he's done with that. Nah, like if I make a couple of hundred bucks, the laptop is shut. <laughs> I am out. I'm done. Can't, I, don't, I don't want it anymore. Like I don't need it anymore. Like I like the, I like steadily growing an account. Do not, I don't want a big win. I don't need a big win. Don't need the big win anymore. I just want the satisfaction that I'm making progress and something that I enjoy. And that, that's it. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, um, so we'll kind of, we'll kind of wrap up here. That's Steven's, uh, three don'ts. My last don't is, and drum roll. I'm sure like any long-term listener would know, already knows what I'm going to say, but it is just not having that specific plan. Okay. I'm entering here. I'm stopping out here. I'm taking profits here. This is why I'm in this trade. You know, I, I talk about that. In, I, I say if it can't fit on an index star card, it's, you got too much going on. You should be able to entries, exits, stop, and goal. And the why, you know, maybe you write down the float and the volume. But as a day trade, short-term day trade, you should be able to fit everything on that index card, and it should be done before you enter the trade, okay? Don't start – this is one thing that drives me nuts with newer traders. They start – they get in the trade. Then they're like, okay, now what's my stop? Now what's my goal? You should have that all figured out in advance and don't tell me it takes too long, okay? If you can't take 15 to 20 seconds or 30 seconds to fill this out, you're doomed. Good luck. I appreciate you listening to the podcast, but your account will blow up over and over again. Yeah, and there's only two things that I want to add to that which are really, really, really important. The first thing is it's, it's easier to make a plan pre-market because you've got more time to think about it making a plan for the market open yep. or at two, three o'clock. But yep. the, I think the biggest time when people fail to make a plan is 9.35, 9.40, 9.45. Something pops up last minute. They're not in a trade. They've got an itchy thing at a trade. That's the, the time that you've got to be most cautious to take two seconds, take 10 minutes, form the plan. If you miss the trade, it doesn't matter. It's more important to have the plan and execute the trade well than to just dive in because you Thank you for that. You know, that, that's something, you know, again, we trade these stocks because there are literally every day there's a handful of these. And if you miss, you need to be okay with missing. 
Because if you can't handle that FOMO, again, you're, you're doomed long-term. Because, you know, they talk about the 90% of traders that fail. It's because so many people are just doing random crap at 9.31 a.m. They can't, even when they win, they can't repeat it. You know, they're like, nah. they made 500 bucks, but they at halftime, they don't even, they just got lucky. So nah. be okay yeah. with missing. And you know what? If you're filling out that index card, your Evernote or your field notes, notebook, whatever it is, and that stock spikes without you, you got tomorrow. You got next week. Yeah. You got next month. You got 2020. You know, you got 2060. Okay. Be okay with missing a trade today. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not like, it's not trading isn't about you having an ability to read a one minute tape a millisecond faster than someone else. It's not right. about your crazy intuitive reads that you can read some tape faster than someone else. It's about you working out the probability and calculating the odds and getting in at the specific right time based on the risk rewards. It's, it's not about some instant decision. Uh, it's, about, it's about a plan. And, and the other thing is, which was uh, something that Kim Ann Curtin said that Stick, she's the Wall Street coach. She was like, it's not, don't only have a plan, but, but be prepared for your plan to go into that tough space. So mm-hmm. be prepared for your plan not to work and think about how you're going to feel when that plan doesn't work and prepare yourself to be in that mental space. So you can think, I'm in that mental space now. I'm prepared to be in that mental space. What do I need to do? I need to cut it. And I've already thought about how I'm going to cut it and how I'm going to feel when I cut it. So, so you're not like, oh my God, I'm emotionally overcharged and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to cut it anymore. So in summary, um, I always like to use this term. Those are the three, uh, you know, Stevens and my top three don'ts of trading. And I often say, and I don't know if I could ever keep a straight face, but it's true in trading. It is quite frequently what you don't do versus what you do do. And I'm going to... I you laugh out of you on that, Steven. Nah, because you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, I'm so excited to have a boxing match with you at the conference. I hope it's going to happen. Can, you, can I have your confirmation? Yes, that it's happening. I am in as long as we can logistically make it happen. My, my life insurance uh, company binds me over. I'm, I'm in. So, okay. I'm excited. I'm going to stop drinking and start, uh, start training. Good. Hi, this is Nathan from San Jose, California. And I like to drive into work while listening to Steven and Tim on the steady trade podcast until I fired my boss, and made myself my own. You too can register to win real actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com and make steady trading a real time gig. If you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating. Write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in the Silicon Valley. See you next time.